listen to one time summer camp. Welcome everybody to this one time at summer camp, uh, your favorite podcast that you're ever going to listen to, period. Ever. Um, I am one of your hosts, Aaron. Wait, no, I'm John. I was looking at Aaron when I said that. (laughs) (laughs) It's Um, like a common mistake, I guess. That happens all the time. Um, Most people that look at me all of a sudden think that they are me. I've also got with me Jeff and Aaron. Uh, Jeff is podcasting today from a jail cell because of his (laughs) very eventful um, day yesterday. Like three days ago. Uh, If you follow us on Patreon, you'll find out why. Man, it looks really cold and scary in there. It actually is that's, really cold. That's just I have Wisconsin. I a sweater on and a just blanket Wisconsin. around my legs because I'm Are so you serious. Cold. Yeah, your jail dude. gives you blankets. Yeah, dude, it's really comfy. It's very cold in here though. It's like sixty. Mm. All right. I couldn't get my house down to sixty degrees right now if I wanted to. It's called a dungeon. You know, you just <laughs> dig it into the side of a hill, and it's really cold. Oh my gosh. Oh, so you're not in a jail, you're in a dungeon. Yeah. But I mean, I really thing. feel like you're splitting hairs there. Oh. Alright. Um But well before we get into anything, like we have to say, John, congrats on your child. I Woo! mean you have a baby right now. What is- yeah. We do. I uh, cannot him wait to Ivan. meet Ivan Penelope. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Davidson. Davidson, man, it's such a beautiful that's name. Incredible. Um, we're so excited for you to be a dad, though. Uh, welcome to the club. What um, you're you're gonna do great. How how's the this, first night of sleep? Have you been getting sleep what if at this all? Jinx me. What if this child doesn't come for like two weeks? John, <laughs> they don't know. They don't. <laughs> we're John, recording this doing? like three weeks before you. Four weeks, you're gonna hear it. So yeah. Um, sorry. Poor Ivan has to wait. But yeah, we're excited to meet Ivan uh-huh. when he when he does come. It's not oh, Ivan. Ivan. How do you know? You don't know. This is this is yeah. so hard. You haven't met you yeah. haven't met the kid. How could you possibly know his name? Jeez, if he comes ridiculous. out with a glass of vodka, he's gonna be Ivan. <laughs> if he God. comes out of the if he comes out and says "Hello, comrade," you have no choice. <laughs> so you may call me Penelope. Or iPad. <laughs> iPad. Uh, before we get any more culturally <laughs> insensitive, um, oh, how does this work again? Uh, well, we people listen to our podcast, and <laughs> we we just talk, and they they listen. I really don't understand it either, John. Yeah. <laughs> Poor unfortunate souls. Um, so so last sorry. last episode, we interviewed. This episode, surprise, we're going to do it again, because there's three of us. So, John, here's my question to you. I'm just kidding. I'm not getting you to do a get to know question so we can uh, <laughs> say who we are. Wait, uh, I have yeah, to... You got to do a get to know... Yeah, this happened to me. Remember, he's the program director. Like, we still have to do it. I'm John. I'm Jeff, and I love tradition. Yeah. God, Jeff is so boring. Um, if you had to name your child after... Oh. Say like someone famous. Oh God, no! I won't never do that to my child. Um, if you had to name your child off after 
Um, one of the foods that you absolutely hate, what would it be? What an interesting question. You go first, John. If I had to name my child after one of the first. Who are you? Where wait, are you from? I've already told my. Whatever. Uh, I'm John. <laughs> told me I'm dozens of former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp. I currently work um, at Runaway Brewing Micropub <laughs> in Wisconsin. Um, and if I had to name my upcoming what? child. After one of the foods that I hate, Ooh. I've got a good answer for you. After you're done, if you don't say, because I've think got it's I've got two, and so I'm trying to decide. I have the perfect answer, actually. I thought I had the perfect answer too. I'm gonna oh, say, I'm gonna... oh, no, don't type it. Just we'll wait. I mean, we can both say what we think his answer should be. I'm oh, I like messaging that. it to okay. you, Aaron. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Gonna say? Oh my gosh, Jeff! No way! What'd you say? Yes. <laughs> What did you say? No, you have to answer it. You, you go first. I cannot believe it. Um, okay, I'm going to go with uh, peanut butter. <laughs> oh, what a terrible. Oh, God. No. <laughs> What's your name? Peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter Davidson. PBD. PBD. Uh, both Jeff and I, I cannot believe we thought of the same answer. What'd you think we of? We thought it should be CC. CC? CC. For carrot cake. CC. Carrot cake. CC. That's really. Jeff, I'm so goddamn proud right now. Oh, man. Uh, you guys both got CC? Yeah, I private messaged yeah. it to him and he had yeah, thought the same exactly thing. That's exactly what I was going to do. I was going to spell it like the pizza joint. You're lying. CICI. CC's. Oh, whatever, man. Uh, nice. Oh gosh, um, well, I'll go next. I'm Jeff. I'm the former program director of some places in Wisconsin um, camps. <laughs> I'm in jail right now, as they said oh, earlier. Uh, I'm very dungeon. Okay. I'm very upset in this dungeon of mine. Um, if I had to name my child after food I hate, um, you know what? I'd probably name him like dill it's not like pickles but like dill pickles you know like from rugrats like oh that's really good yeah so it's actually like a name of a person and you could make it like you're a big dill (laughs) no no um yeah i hate pickles so makes me so sad pickles are so delicious no um they're just gross cucumbers gross cucumbers Gross Speaking cucumber. of, all right, Aaron, you're next. <laughs> That's my name. Uh, my name is Gross Cucumber. I'm the former program director of a camp in Texas and a camp in uh, New Mexico. I currently work at Runaway Micro Pub Brewery. I'm just following the leads of both of y'all. Um, man, I was I trying said... to think of something really clever. John got the best name with Cece. I can't believe it. Um I think I would name my kid maybe like Tuna. <laughs> like, yo, what's up, Tuna? I was trying to like tuna something that had to be easy. Yeah, Tuna Mahi Mahi Callwick. <laughs> like <laughs> something like huh. ridiculous. But I think Tuna would be easy to remember, and they'd be like, "Huh, that's interesting. you can name it like Sal for salmon." 
Yeah, I thought about that, but that like I th- I feel like he immediately would have to own like a pastry or a sandwich shop, and I don't want to put that burden on my. And child. he'd be how, the mafia. How would you spell yeah. it? Tuna. Yeah. T O O N A. Okay. H Y Z. Tunas? No, it's silent. Tunas. <laughs> Tunas. Uh, yeah, no tuna. Because then it'd be like, because I love cartoons, and so it'd be like the subtle nod. But yeah, fish is gross. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that dude Thank for you, such everybody. a like random question, John. That was brilliant. I loved that. Um, Gosh. Thank you, everybody, for introducing yourselves. Um, so oh, just like welcome. we did last episode, we are going to interview one of our uh, lovely co-hosts here, and today we've got. Aaron's dog. Uh, no, Gross ready. Cucumber is his name. Remember? Okay. Gross, cucumber. gross Cucumber. Yes. Um, I I do want to start, though. I want to ask the first question. Do it. Okay. I don't know why I suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, I forgot to ask that. Okay. Well, my first question is, why do you think you know all my interview questions? <laughs> Some big hot shot. Um, all right. So this this is a joke that or this is a joke. joke. This is all a joke. Uh, but actually, no. That's my my first question. Tell me a joke. That's not a question. Tell me a joke. Would you tell me a joke? Tell me a joke. <laughs> Would you tell me a joke? Uh, tell me a joke. Come okay, on. Okay. This is okay. Hold on. I have to preface this. I always get a little frozen when people ask me this question because most of the time the jokes i have are either exceptionally long or exceptionally inappropriate um so give me just like five seconds here okay okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a little like one-liner okay oh thank god um hold on i gotta make sure i say it right if it's a little complicated one okay you're prepping Uh, way too much for this no, 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 it's good. Here we go. What's the difference between a dirty bus stop and a large-breasted crab? Large-breasted crab? Yeah. And a What's the difference between stop? a dirty bus stop and a large-breasted crab? I don't know. What is it? One's a crusty bus station, and the other is a busty crustacean. Nice. That was pretty good. That was good. Thanks. All right. That's all I got. Oh. It's um... an oldie but a goodie. I have long jokes, but that's way too long. I have to pull up all my questions here. Um, Aaron. <clears throat> Aaron. your first question. <laughs> um, Aaron. Yes. Uh, gross cucumber. Are you ready for these questions? They're coming not in e- hot. Not even a little, man. Not right. even a little. You have to answer these as well. Uh, you have to answer. I have to answer? Yeah. That doesn't say it has to be the truth. Aaron. <laughs> yes. Who is, you can choose, your favorite or least favorite staff member you ever hired? Ooh. My favorite or least. Re- or least. You can pick. You can tell your favorite or tell your least favorite. I'm really shooting uh. for, like, the least. You don't have to name them. I really hate you, Jeff. Because we had talked about this before, and I said, "What? how did I phrase it, Jeff? What did I say? Those last two are dirty. My God. Yeah, those are I dirty questions. To answer. Uh, fine. Okay. My least favorite hire. I'll do both. I'll, I'll be a good sport. I'll do both. All right. 
Um, Give them tea. And it's it's for an odd reason. Um, oh. <laughs> my least favorite hire, and I'm gonna leave out names uh, okay. for the sake for the sake of um, oh, not being a my. jerk. You just named uh, it. It was it was a it was a dude. Oh, it's always um, a dude. Um, oh, always a dude. He. It is also the only person I ever fired. Oh. Um, which narrows it down Hold if you're on. a part of this podcast and you're listening and you've been part of that whole situation, then you know who it is now. Yeah. Um, they didn't make it out of staff training. Um, but, you know, like when you're hiring sort of staff and stuff, uh, male counselors are, I mean, you you don't really get too picky. And so you're just kind of like, cool, yeah. clean record, living, breathing, fantastic. You're hired kind of thing, right? SpongeBob. Um and so we started staff training, and it, guy's a little awkward, but it is what it is, right? You you get all sorts and types, and we try to find where they're best utilized and what God has gifted them, where their skills are, things like that, and how we can best equip them to be the best counselor that they can be. Well, some of the things that this gentleman would say were just uh, a little out there and sometimes just bordering inappropriate, and so it kind of was catching my eye. And then uh, we got some complaints um, of some verbal uh, sexual harassment. And so I basically sat him down in my office with a third party and said, that is 100% not okay. Whether And he's like, well, I didn't say it. And I was like, okay, well, I've got like four people that said you did. So, And I wasn't there, so I don't know. But you know what? I'll even give you the benefit of the doubt, right? You created a situation. You were put in something that people think that you can do that and that, that you're capable of that. We really got to fix that. So let's work on it. So we did some character building and talked about it. It was like a good hour, hour and a half conversation. And I said, all right, you're basically kind of on like thin ice. I'm not putting you like on like written down probation, but because we're still in staff training, but it is what it is, man. Not trained yet. Yeah. The next day, oh no, I got two more complaints. And he came in and basically said, nah, I didn't do it. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you want from me, man. Like, my hands are tied. And I hadn't ever fired anyone before. And so I was really nervous about it. And I got to say, the guy made it a lot easier with the way that he presented himself <laughs> during this exit interview. And I was like, no, man. He's like, man, this is just like kind of went off. And I was like, well, you're making this a lot easier, man, because you're not really conducting yourself in a professional manner here. Um. Yeah, you got to go. He's like, well, can I, I don't like have a ride home. I got to call my parents to come get me or something. Can I stay here tonight? And I was like, no, you got to go, man. Like, go get, like, if, if you really need a place to stay, man, I'll give you 50 bucks for a, a little motel room and you can go stay there tonight. But that's just a personal thing, but you got to get off site. And it really sucked. And it was the only time I feel like I could probably could have interviewed a little bit better. And, um, tried to discover that character more but literally his interview was like five minutes man like because it was like two weeks before staff training was starting and i was still needing bodies um so i regretted that uh, that was the easy answer my favorite hire oh my gosh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna loophole this Ooh. because technically i didn't hire hannah schwieger matt Baumhart did because she was the lifeguard and that didn't fall under my purview that was property so that's Matt's job so I don't have to choose for that my other one would probably be Courtney Sullivan who was on this podcast um wish she was 
Yes. What are we talking about? Years ago. Camp goggles. Camp goggles. Oh, yeah, that one. Um, one of our first guests. Uh, she. Uh, it's I, I. In genuine honesty, I couldn't pick between the two of them. Uh, they both were my part of the reason I was successful at what I did. Like they were the people I could just delegate to and it was good to go. And they always supported me. They understood my quirks. I understood theirs. And we really worked through that together. There was one summer, uh, Courtney wasn't able to work with us. She was doing, um, medical stuff, basically trying to like, you know, go for her career. And Hannah was with me and it was basically just me and Hannah for the summer. And that summer was hard. Um, but, and that was the most I think I'd ever worked. And so she and I did that together through thick and thin. And I could not have imagined doing it without either one of them. So really, that's they're my answer. We call ourselves the Sharp Tooth Buzzards because of a camp song. One Sharp Tooth Buzzard. Yeah, that sitting one. Sitting on a dead tree. Yeah, there you uh, go. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, it's good. I hate good. that song. I love that song. <laughs> that was terrible. And it was really sad because, like I said, that summer Courtney had to leave early, and so we started singing it. And then we said, "Get to the part where, like one flew away." And Courtney just looks back, and goes. Oh no, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I answered your stupid question. Um, oh, thanks. I think uh, John has a question. My next question goes in pretty well with this. Oh. What is the most? How do I say this? Why do you suck? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So going back to to firing somebody what is the like the least worth like on the on a scale of one to ten ten being the worst thing they ever could have done and you fired him one being the okay you did that and i have to fire you for it what is the most like one on the scale thing that you fired somebody for well, I mean, I've already, I've only fired one person, John. Well, okay. and I said what they did. <laughs> what's the okay? What what's the most lenient, or what's would be the most? The, um, what would be like for me? I don't know, man. Like, a, what would be? Yeah. I saw this playing out much better in my head. Let me switch. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, it'd have to be something with, um, probably endangering a camper oh okay that'd be my note like campers are the priority like pushing them off of the uh dude even if it was yeah that'd be rough uh i would never do that um (laughs) um no dude uh anything like you know and my wife's a therapist and so one of the big things we did in training was like we talk about signs of abuse you know all kinds and so we're i'm pretty sensitive to that and so if i feel like a counselor is emotionally chastising a child. Uh, I hop on that pretty quick and I'm like, that's not appropriate. You need to go cool off. I don't care if your camper's pissing you off. You need to go take some time. And we're going to talk about this later. Um, that's, that's a, that's a big no, no for me. So that's, if they were to even fight back a little bit on that one, uh, that would probably be a, that'd probably be bad news. Nice. Luckily, that was never a thing. Way to turn a. I, I got there was a couple of times I told people to go calm down because you know the campers like that are just right rough. Um, yeah, way to turn a crappy question around. You did well. You're hired. <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. 
Speaking of being hired, um, Aaron, what is your hiring story? How did you get into the full-time position at Briarwood? Um, I, okay, genuine question. Have I told this story before on here? Yeah. I feel like you might have, now that I think about it. Yep, he has. Okay, I'll do the, I'll do the highlight of that one. I think I've told both of them, actually. I think I'm forgetting yeah, it. Yeah, he's told it. Maybe you have told it. Anyways, Just tell I'll, the highlights. I'll, I'll do the highlight. Um, Maybe we have new listeners. They're curious. And if you and if you follow me on Facebook, you can uh, go read my post of how I got my tattoo, and part of it's on there. Uh, I was working right, right. at, yeah, I was working at a um, part time at a church, Grace Lutheran, and I was working at a small business telecom company. I installed phone systems, and that was like my salary paying job. Um, Got a call, basically, and felt like God was telling me to go full-time into ministry. So I quit the good-paying job and took on a few more hours at Grace. Um, my wife was also interning at the time, so we had, like, no money. We were broke. Um, three months later, so April 11th, I remember the day. April 11th, I get a call from uh, Phil Jaleski, the executive director at Briarwood at the uh. time. Uh, he, uh, he called me and he goes, Hey, I heard that you might be interested in looking for a full-time job. I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, would you like to come interview for the program director job at Briarwood? And I was like, yeah, sure. And it caught me very off guard. And a good friend of mine, she was, she was a big donor at the camp. Uh, her name was Holly Trester, a wonderful family. Uh, she recommended me for it because to her point, nice. I had nothing better to do right now because I was photo, <laughs> I was photoshopping images of her uh grandbaby on the iron throne from game of thrones and i thought it was hilarious <laughs> and you know this, true guy, story. this guy should lead a camp like literally like the next day i got the phone call i was like oh that was a red flag for holly um and so i go into interview and phil's like so i mean we're kind of looking for like some immediacy here i think you'd be the like we'd really be labeling like the interim program director because we really can't go through the whole process I need you to start like ASAP. And I was like, okay, cool. So I talked to Katrina and involved us moving out there. Uh, and so we had to like break the lease on our apartment, which we really loved. And it, it was a big, it was a big trust thing. And I, I will be forever grateful for to, to Katrina for doing that. Um, Cause we moved into a very, very tiny home. <laughs> um, we went out there um, on eight. We, I started on April 15th. Officially. I showed up on my first day and I asked my, uh, intern, Mr. Christian Marbach, if he, um, I was like, okay, so tell me what we got. And he said, okay, here's who we've hired. And it was our two international counselors. Uh, you told this for sure. Yeah. And then I had a page and a half of curriculum. So that was cool. But nice. spoiler alert, it all worked out pretty well. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh Did man, come on. rough. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's how I got the program director job at nice. Nice. It, it was good. That was a, it was like twelve hour days for a long time. Yeah. The first like month and a half. It was rough. But it was mm. worth it. John, I did not get interviewed at a truck stop. John O Johnny uh, Johnny 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 Okay. What is one word that somebody would describe you? I'm gonna give you three different people. Oh my gosh! In one word for each of them. In one word for each of them. Like how how would this person describe me in one word? Right. So I want to know. Never. I have never been asked this before. um, Okay. Your executive director when you were first hired. One word that they would describe you. 
Um, your mom. <laughs> just Kes. Okay. Um, and then... Oh, maybe I'll change that one. Um, then a camper. Oh my gosh, these are one word. This is this is really good. Okay, uh, I'll take the easy one first. My mom. Uh, she's probably gonna say. Oh god, either like. This is funny because I I I don't know. This is going to sound terrible. I don't know if she'd completely understand the question, so she might be like, my baby, or something like that. Um, <laughs> okay. That's what we want. Um, yeah, but I, I, I think if you were to describe to her, like, it's an adjective that describes me, she'd probably pick, um, honestly, just, like, Christian, because that's what she values in me a lot, is my career. Like, she's very proud of that. Um, my executive director, um, probably, um, I'm trying to figure out a, a fancier word for it, but I can't, uh, like, extroverted mm. like I, I was very Outgoing. out there like high energy ready to go out there and do what needed to be done kind of thing um sacrificing myself in the process <laughs> that kind of thing uh and then what was the last one a camper, a camper. yeah loud loud <laughs> <Just> loud <laughs> i was always screaming <clears throat> So the man, those are hot. That's a good question. The other one I was gonna ask was best friend because it was gonna give you like, you know, your work person, your family person, and then like your oh, best friend oh, who he, would know. He would he, he would you. say loyal. He would say what? He would say loyal. Huh? Loyalty. No, I we actually talked about. <laughs> oh, get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> uh, that's that's good. That's good. That's good. No, Mr. Uh, Chris Gebhart. Chris he would, Gebhart. Yep. Gibbard. What a name. Um, so, Aaron, I want to know. My question is I need honesty in this answer. Oh, why would I lie? What was your first impression of John and I when you met us? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's really hard. Um, I have consumed quite <laughs> a bit of alcohol since then. In fact, like immediately after. Um, no. Oh, gosh. Okay. John, I thought was very quiet, like, and I, I wasn't entirely sure how to read him because it was the same thing. Like I, I said this for years, his, he has very, John, you have very dry humor. And so, which I, that's actually like, I love dry humor. I'm just really bad at reading it. And so it's a constantly like, I cannot tell if he's messing with me or if he's serious, like a hundred percent. And even like when you were answering, when we met at LTE and you're answering questions, I would lean over and be like, is he joking? Is he, is he serious or is he joking? And <laughs> and people just be like, I don't, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, that's but, something that's plagued my whole life. I relate to that because I, I felt similar. Uh, yeah, um, similar that was my first impression, um, which obviously, you know, it blossomed. I watched him eat cake and realized he's hilarious. Well, <laughs> um, Jeff, I, I'm not going to lie. If I'm thinking, because we we met the one in Wisconsin, right? Yep. Where it was like stupid cold, and yep. we're in that like big room, and then the back room they had like I don't know, ski ball and all whatever they yeah. had back there. Okay, that's what I thought. I do remember you then, because I just want to make sure that was the first time. <laughs> uh, I you was were that person. You well, honestly, I was pretty intimidated because you seemed like you knew what you were doing. And like you had it going on. I'm, th- this is 100 percent true. Because right. um, I felt woefully unprepared as 
like I knew the sum the summer went well because I was right after my first summer. The summer went well, um, and then it was kind of like cool. I'm really good at flying by the seat of my pants, and like I I can wing it with the best of them. And I called in all my favors, and so that first staff was very like these people were like over half of them were loyal to me, right? Like they knew me. They would they I was doing everything, and so and like and the other people that I called were all stars, like. Courtney was a part of that. Hannah was a part of that. Another guy that I'd love to get on here named Isaac McTaggart. Um, this out-of-the-blue dude who applies at our camp. He's amazing, right? So things like that. And so then I, after the summer, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do next. Like, I don't know how to, like, actually prepare for a camp. Like, can I just wing it like I did last time? And so when I got to this LTE, which it was the program year, Ooh. I was excited. But then when they started saying like this is what we're gonna be learning about and they would say things like hey who's here who here has heard of um you know like rich melheim or um and gosh i'm blanking on his name right now. the guy that wrote like the book on camping um there's an award named after him Man what's love. his name jerry yeah jerry yeah jerry Manlove. and they're like yeah jerry Manlove, and like everybody in the, in the room's like oh yeah of course classic like that's like the bible for ministry and i'm looking i'm like i've never even heard of this dude never read the bible and so i you i was very intimidated because i felt like you knew what you were doing. You had all these years of experience and all this stuff. That, that's what my, that was my first impression, yeah. so I was very intimidated. Then he got to know you. And then it was all fine. And I realized <laughs> that I knew nothing. <laughs> I realized that none of us knew anything. Like, all the old people might have, like, the teachers knew stuff. But even then, like, Phil was one of the yeah. teachers. And, like, no, it was a Phil second was year in camp. Class. Huh? Phil was in the class with us. He was in the Oh, that year. That was his last year. year he Next was year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a teacher. Right. That's yeah. right. Because I remember right. that. Yeah, so it was interesting. That is very, I did. I think it's funny. I just want to comment that like I felt the same way about John with the like, yeah. dry sense of humor. I could not read him. I was like, John's way too cool for us. Like, <laughs> I cannot read this guy at all. He's so Still, cool. Man. I can't Still, figure him out. Still but then Aaron, like the cool same thing. Guys. I was like, this guy is so confident. Like he knows camp. I am like in. <laughs> I know nothing about what I'm doing. I'm a rookie. Oh my gosh. All these people fake, are way dude, more experienced. Fake it till you make yeah. it. Right. So it's just it's funny that like we had similar reactions for each other so um that's really good nice good answer good question good John, question back to you oh i have no more questions i have uh, no more questions no you Will had you the one me? that we were gonna redo no. you were gonna redo one from the last one the oh yeah advice for a new program director <laughs> oh hold on I'm, I'm i'm thinking of one just off the seat of my pants right now i'll cut um, the because office. i can do off. that I um, love that you said off the seat of my pants. <laughs> off, off. I'm thinking of a question with my pants off. Sorry. It's How good. do you say this? It's good. Yeah. How does good. the saying go? Um, what advice would you give a new shining star program director? Oh, man. Uh, I really loved your answer, John. Uh, the, the confidence thing. Uh, like I was, just, like we were just saying, like it's kind of the fake it till you make it. They all, they see you as the authority figure, so that's good. Um, but I don't want to take, I don't just want to repeat that. So, um, it was that good. It was really good. Um, it's huge. Uh, new advice or advice for a new program director. You know, I think it's. You know, I'm going to do two because they're both one's going to seem more obvious, but I'll talk a little bit about it. You, you have to remember that you are not a counselor anymore. And that, that's a huge that it's really difficult sometimes to 
to cross that fence. And so you can't be a part of every you you can't be a part of every tag game. Um, you can't you can't be at everything. You you have to manage the team and you have to manage the staff and trust that they can take care of the kids, right? And your your responsibilities are so much bigger. Um, it's not saying you can't be a part of things, right? You can go to the all camps and you can do the campouts and like be a part of those things because you want to be involved, but you can't do everything. And especially with the relationship you have with the staff, they have to see you as a supervisor, not as a peer all, at, at the end of the day. Because, it, it, you know, like the saying goes, at the end of the day, it, it's your head on the chopping block if something goes wrong. Um, and so you have to be, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, I don't know. You have to be responsible for all that kind of stuff. And so, um, and that's a really, that was a hard transition for me. Uh, truly like it. I had been out of the camping game for years by the time I was at Briarwood, but my first stint as program director at Camp Stoney, that was really hard because I went from three years as a camp counselor to program director. Um, and even though it was a small camp, like it, it really just, I, that was not my most professional. And there was a lot I would change from my time back then. And I would, if I could go back and talk to even that guy, I'd be like, Hey, you, you have to remember you're like, you can be friends with these people, but you've got to go do work, man. Like you got to go into the office and take care of this. You can't go out and just be like, I feel like shooting archery today and go and like hang out at archery with the kids. Um, and so that, that's a hard thing to remember for, especially when you're young and into it. Um, and then I think, uh, another thing I would say is you have to take time to rest um, because that, I think it's really easy. And when you're in summer mode, um, you're also kind of used to that counselor mindset of I'm, I'm working from Sunday until, you know, the camp, the camp week is over. Um, but they get to go home <laughs> after the summer's over and you still have to keep doing what you're doing. And so you have to kind of maintain that schedule, especially if you have a family and stuff like that. Like, uh, we, when I first started at Briarwood, I was still working at Grace Lutheran for a little bit. And I was working at camp and I also had a wife and have a wife still, um, same one. <laughs> and so, Good. um, and man, there was one night I was just done. It was actually the following year. I did that for two years, you know, sitting on my front porch and my intern, uh, Miss Savannah Sullivan, who a lot of y'all will know, um, she came up to me and she was like, are you okay? And I'm like, man, I'm just super overwhelmed i can't juggle like i'm juggling both of these jobs right now and she's like well i mean you have three jobs you don't have two like you have a marriage that's work like if you're not working on your marriage you're not doing it right and i was like oh my gosh that's so true so really i was working like two and a half job like two full-time jobs and another part-time job and that's just too much and so i i stepped away from grace for a little while and that I, that was a really, really hard lesson for me to learn because I don't like to not do that. Like I've worked multiple jobs most of my life. I, to, to this day, I work at two churches right now. Like that's just, I'm used to it. And so, um, it was hard to be able to learn to take that Sabbath, take that rest, because if I don't, I'm no use to anybody. Like I'm going to be sitting on my front porch, overwhelmed tears in my eyes. Cause I, I feel like I can't do anything. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was a very good answer. Very I relate to a lot of that. <laughs> I wish you have told me that when I started working. At right? Yeah. That, like <laughs> these are the things no one's going to tell you because you feel the pre especially the time one. Man, that one killed me because you feel pressure to succeed. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's really easy, I think, at least for me. I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like most people relate to this. You're w- Most people are willing to sacrifice their own happiness for the success that people depend upon them for. Oh, yeah. And also, they, many of us think when we're first programmed, which is a time equals success. Yeah. And there's a direct correlation. Like, the more time we put in, the more successful we'll be, which is not true. Yeah, Like, sure. it, it ends up hurting you and burning you out and mm-hmm. causing yeah. problems, but... Like the easy thing to think is like, oh, if I work twelve hours instead of ten, I'll get even yeah. more done today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it just spirals. Yeah, but for sure. I dig it. Nice answer. So we're gonna end on a high note here. Yeah, let's um, do it. My uh, final question. No, John. Uh, my final question is, <laughs> what is your favorite memory from LOM? I knew this was coming. I even thought about it after we're done last time and this is really really freaking difficult um my absolute favorite memory same thing goes if we're not involved i'm gonna be upset um geez well we've told some of the stories so i'm gonna cheat and not use those but like the carrot cake incident was so good um and even the year before that where king's cup started jeff when we were playing and like the very inappropriate name calling that happened in that game um it was awful give me an example Um, i genuinely cannot (laughs) like i don't even know if i'd be comfortable sharing it in the patreon it was really yeah and it's me i'm the one who did it it was really bad not just you yeah Uh, i know your executive director did too (laughs) that's true um i did i did have a fun one i called someone thunder thighs which i thought was hilarious (laughs) the skinniest person there i was like calm down thunder thighs um it was part of the rule. You had to call someone a mean name yeah. after oh God, you, every time you address them within the horrible name. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was really good. Um, but I think my favorite memory was one of the last ones I had, and it was the escape room in Colorado, oh. um, which uh, we've told that story. Um, I was so proud that trip, that whole trip. Um, was I was so proud trip. of that. Um, cause I thought it was so funny and we just all went into work mode and didn't even realize it. But I, I, what I loved about it, uh, and like in the debrief, I even said this, I was like, what's really cool is we just went to work and we didn't care cause we love what we do. And I thought that was so cool. Right. And all my, like all my favorite people were a part of that. Right. Like they were all there. Um, and it was one of the last times that that whole crew was together. Um, and so it's just a very good memory and like walking down, walking around in Breckenridge just, and looking at the mountains and just hanging out and going out to eat at Breckenridge brewery and watching Matt Baumhart go crazy. Um, <laughs> that was <laughs> doing the, that was doing the hillbilly, hillbilly shot. Um, it was that whole, this hurts my that eyes. whole, yeah. yeah. The, and like our time, like even hanging out in the hotel room, right. And hanging out there and then. Making the calendar. That was the year we made the calendar. Oh, God. Um, calendar. Yeah, like, it was just... about that. It was, like, that... But, like, the I remember that one. I know it was the last one, but I remember that one the most vividly because our relationship had been formed. Mm-hmm. And so there was... And, like, it was just really good. Just built it was on really it. good. Yeah, yeah. It just kept, like... It's almost like every year was better and better. And that was, like, the, the peak of yeah. my experience at LOM. You, you said something that was hilarious for the... Uh, the escape room. He yeah. said in the debrief after, like, there's 
like no escape room has like <laughs> oh let, now let's sit and drag this let's like drag big like, well we no, have another 30 minutes so what were we supposed to do yeah right. we <laughs> it was like are we it. are we dragging out our own activity yeah <laughs> i also love that when we opened the door the lady was just like jaw dropped jaw like, was on the ground just like i cannot believe wow. y'all just did that that was the best thing i've ever seen and I was like, really? I feel like we could have gotten, we could have done that better, I feel like. Like, there were times I was like, let's go, let's go. I do enjoy it. Do you remember that, like, she came over the honor in her calm, like, please don't take apart the bed. There's nothing yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> we started going so far into it. And she's like, no, so it's like, no, 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 you can take this up. Lift this up. Lift this up. Yeah, we're like, it's in the room. We can take it apart. Maybe it's under the sheets. Please don't destroy the bed. Because <laughs> she has to put um, it back together. But yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, it was, it was really, really good. Um, and I feel like we had all been very good friends before that from our time at LTE. And then um, when we were at uh, in Nebraska the year before, like that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was also the election year. And so it was just high stress yep. and stuff like that. Like it was just stressful. Right. Yeah. Um, and we had fun at that. <laughs> the, the, the Air Force Air and Space Museum thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so like I'm stealing all y'all's a- your answers, Jeff. You yeah, I hate this. Um, and so, but I remember, but I remember thinking like, there's no way it's gonna get better than this. And then yeah. Breckenridge happened, and I was like, holy crap! Like, but yeah. Short answer, escape room. I mean, nice. could you imagine what it's gonna be like when we actually get together again? Oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be insane. It's gonna be really good. I will probably not remember the first night. Ah, uh, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's just get it out the way, y'all. Like, don't. <laughs> So we have to plan to fly in, <laughs> plan day one to not Is day one's going to be a wash. Yeah, I mean, day one's a wash. Don't try to get anything productive on day one. We're just going to hang out at whoever's house it is. Let's just do this. And we'll debrief <laughs> it after. And we'll debrief it <laughs> The next morning we'll all wake up. So guys, what did we learn last night? What did nothing. we learn? I, I don't remember. Hey. <laughs> nothing. I learned absolutely Aaron nothing. Is bad with vodka. I don't like vodka, so that's probably true. Yeah. Rum. Rum will... I can't do rum. Like... Blah. Rum? Yeah. I, genuinely, I can't handle... Like, I can't gauge my liquor drunkness. Like, with beer, I know exactly how many beers it'll take. I know right. how I'm doing. If you introduce liquor into a situation, man, it... Who knows? Who knows how the night's gonna I'm go? I'm glad I'm the same way. I can't. Like, socially, I've cut hard liquor out. Yeah. Because I just... Yeah. I lose it. Oh, beer, yeah. If I'm out, if I'm out somewhere, I'm really like... Consistent. Yeah, if I'm going somewhere, like if I'm at dinner, like I'm having a steak, like I might have a oh, glass of scotch yeah. with my steak or something. But like if we're going out somewhere, we're going to the bar. It's just beer. Yep. Because I know where I'm at. So I'll before, probably get full we before get I get drunk. Too far into this. Uh... <laughs> Maybe we should have like actual podcast. We can talk. We'll about uh, we'll shut her down and then we'll uh, we'll OnlyFans this afterward. Um, Thanks everyone for sticking through this with us. Great. Um, oh, thank you. That was fun, Aaron, for being here. You're thank welcome. you for being. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. A lovely sport Woo! with interviewing, um, and thank you everybody else here for listening to us. We really needed it because I just need to be the center right. of attention a lot. Um, so thank you, Aaron and Jeff. Uh, if you guys need to get a hold of us, guys and gals, uh, how do they do that, Jeff? Um, <laughs> yeah, pull up his notes. Look at him. <laughs> no, I'm not. My hands are down here. Uh, no, you, we have an email. Uh, this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. You can email us any stories, questions, or comments, or concerns, or 
if you want to answer one of these questions that we've answered, we'd love to hear that as well. Who's the favorite Please. person you hired? Who's the least favorite person? Is it one of us? We don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so oh, my gosh. One name will Ex- kick him off the podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, no. It's going to be me. <laughs> Someone that did hire me, I think, does listen. So. Oh. No. I, the only one that, I, like, Matt didn't hire me, but and he wasn't, like, my supervisor, but he'd, like, be the most senior staff member that listens to this podcast for me. So, yeah, you can email us. John, what are other ways to do that? Or Aaron? Uh, you, you, you can phone us up, phone in your answers by uh, what number is it, Aaron? 262-885-1551. That's so good. You guys are so on top of it. I'm Thanks. such an interesting host. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening to us. Uh, afterwards and before... You get some crazy good stuff on Patreon, so please do subscribe to us there. Um, we're trying to put Jeffrey through his uh, PhD program, so if you could subscribe, mm. um, get that done. Um, then you'll get a bunch more content, and you'll learn about what uh, liquors that Aaron doesn't like. And uh, all it's that fun stuff. <laughs> so thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll miss you. Bye. And congrats, John, on the baby. Woo, Bye. baby! Good job, little yeah, Ivan. Ivan. <laughs> if you got one camper with a bloody nose, one with smelly armpits and no clean clothes, then grab your Nalgene water and your Bible quotes and listen to one time summer camp. Ha, 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 ha.